Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Coming up this week, SeaWorld agrees to upgrade their killer whale habitats, but only after posting record losses in the second quarter. Is it going to be enough? Captain Cook's at the Polynesian Resort is open again after being rehabbed. And it seems like the love affair between AAA and Disney may be in trouble. We're going to talk about that. Also, in our segment this week, it's the Hawaii show, which I'm really excited about. We're going to tell you about our stay at Disney's Olani Resort on Oahu and our cruise around the Hawaiian Islands on Norwegian Cruise Line's Pride of America. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 731, for the week of August 19th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close... Tracy Heinrichs, Ben from the podcast, yay, and back in the production nook, our producer Dustin West, along with associate producers Craig Williams and Sean Thompson. What are you guys doing back there? Just fixing something real quick. What, the two hours you had to set up wasn't enough? It's all good. All right. So, all right, in housekeeping, a couple things. Um, You know, I, I... I knew I was going to regret doing this a couple weeks ago when somebody asked me to do a shout-out because I don't like doing them. But I got uh, some messages on Facebook because I got inundated with friend requests after last week. Which that was you really, begged for. I didn't beg. It was shameful. Yeah. Oh, he's just jealous because Kevin's ahead, Kevin's ahead of him on Twitter now. Um, but it was kind of cute. Um, I, got, um, uh, I got a message on Facebook from Ross Percy in England, who's getting married on the 24th, and he wanted me to give a shout-out to his fiance Victoria Hooper. Um, so, Victoria, hey. Um, and then a little while later, and it might, may have been coordinated, I don't know, but it, the way it came in, it was cute. A little while later, uh, Victoria sent me a message and said it would be really cool if uh, I told Ross how excited she was to be getting married on the 24th and honeymooning in Disney World. So, Ross and Victoria, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, assuming that you make it the next five days uh, to the altar. You know, things can happen. I'm not wishing any bad on you, but you never know. Um, but congratulations, and I hope you have a great honeymoon in uh Is it going to turn into Disney like an World. Al Roker sec- section? No, it's like not, because I'm not doing this anymore, okay? I did this because it was cute. I'm not doing it anymore. Don't send them to me. No more long-distance dedication? No. I was going to say it could be like the Smucker's happy birthday announcement. What's that? <laughs> on, the, on the Today Show, <laughs> they have the Smucker's birthday celebration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I want to mention is um, the upcoming Diz Meets to raise money for Give Kids the World. Of course, the next one coming up, uh, first weekend in September, the Indianapolis Meet, the longest-running meet um, of all of them. Um, so if you're in the Indianapolis area and want to spend uh, uh, a nice time, a nice day with uh, some other Dizzers, um, Check that out. We're going to have links to all these in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. Um, also, the uh, New England meet happening uh, the first weekend in October in Plymouth, Massachusetts. And the Arizona meet happening in Phoenix, October 24th through the 26th. 
So, uh, and then of course the Delaware meet the first weekend in November, they all picked like the first weekend of the month, which is fine, but <laughs> Delaware meet coming up also first weekend in November. So be sure to check those out, raising money for give kids the world. Also, we're going to put a link in the show notes page from an article that appear, appeared in the Chronicle Herald in Nova Scotia uh, about the meet that we did uh, up there, which uh, a rousing success. We raised a ton of money, um, had over 200 people show up, um, which still blows my mind. Um, so I'll have a link to that in the show notes page as well. Um, reminding everybody also Thursday the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged goes live disunplugged.com you can also subscribe to them on iTunes uh, this week uh, Michael Bowling discusses a Walt Disney Family Museum presentation focusing on Disney artists who illustrated little golden books plus Tom takes a look at Cortona Inn and Suites which I've never heard of so okay tune in for that um, anybody else I do <clears throat> On the Diz Unplugged board, on the Diz boards, Jack Bergen has started a game about the ancient history of the podcast. Go see if you can answer the questions or come up with questions of your own. It's a fun thread. I've played along a little bit. Can you answer the questions? Um, most of them I can. There's one up right now that I don't know the answer to. <laughs> so it's a fun th- It's called, it's Jack started the ancient history, it's called. Do you know what the question is that you can't answer? Um, Corey did his uh, college program as a lifeguard. Julie wasn't in the college program. What job did she hold at Disney? Oh, I know the answer to that. Do you? Yep. I don't know the answer, so I don't remember the answer. But it's kind of fun. It's harmless, it's fun, and you're welcome to play along. What people are doing is they're answering, but if you don't want to know the answer, if you want to keep guessing, people are putting their answer in white, so you would have to highlight their answer to see what it is. Oh, that's cool. It's just a way to... It's a, it's a fun game. I've been enjoying it. You come up with information that I don't even remember saying. Make sure the, we'll put a, a, a link to that in the show notes. It's pretty cool. Uh, make sure I put that on the script so Dustin knows. Thank you. Um, oh, Lord, there was something I just wanted to mention, and I completely forgot what it was. Oh, I hate when that happens. I do, too. Oh, God, it's getting so bad. Getting old sucks. Betty Davis always said, "Oh, oh, I remember. I, re- I remember. I remember. A um, couple weeks ago, uh, we did. Uh, we had to do a test broadcast because we added some new equipment into the studio, and we called it Freeform Friday. And we just kind of hung out. A few of us hung out and just talked. I mean, there was no format. There was no structure. Um, and you guys loved it. Go figure. Um, so we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again this Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time." It's only on live stream, although this time we are going to put the audio from it up on iTunes. We're not going to be posting it on YouTube, but you can always come and look at it on live stream. Um, and, uh, but we will put the audio up on YouTube for our listeners because if several people ask for that. So we are going to do that. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We, just, we have absolutely no agenda going in. We don't know what we're going to talk about and just kind of open up the, the mic and the camera and go. And yeah, that was fun last time. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we had a lot of people. We had over four hundred. What's what's funny? Apparently, <laughs> in, apparently, according to chat in our shot, uh, a string is in the shot. There's a tiny bell, and every time it rings, an angel gets its wings. Where, where, where is that coming uh, from? From the ceiling. It's fan. from the oh, ceiling. From fan. the ceiling fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oops. 
All right. We'll oh. fix that in between segments. Sorry. Okay. It's a thing you pull on the bucket falls on Dustin's head. <laughs> nice bucket falls on his head. Um, so, yeah, Friday. This, this Friday. Uh, the, what is that? The 22nd? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'll go live for a few hours. And who knows what's going to happen. Um, I let them drink. So anything can happen. Um, anything else for housekeeping? Yeah, we uh, tonight. Sean and I are doing uh, another Universal show. Uh, Seven o'clock. We'll Speaking be going of out drunk live. Drunken free form. Uh, drunken free form. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. No. Get it out. It's okay. When bad things happen to a good joke. Too. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for interrupting you. No, there there will be no free forming and drunk. But uh, we're going to talk about the the best ways to get wet at Universal and. Uh, a lot of a lot of exciting news updates. Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights. Christmas is coming back. Yeah, yeah. So lots lot of exciting of, things. It's going to be fun. So Sean says Christmas is coming back like it doesn't come back every year. <laughs> it's always a toss-up. <laughs> Big news. <laughs> Breaking news from the podcast. <laughs> Christmas is coming. You know, it's funny though. I, I, I for, for whatever reason, I don't know why I'm obsessed with Christmas already. I don't know. I'm why like either. thinking Have about you been to Cracker Barrel. No. Get <laughs> your fill, right? I'm they thinking about decorations. I'm thinking about presents. Uh, what I'm getting people. I, I don't know. Do you want my list? <laughs> I'd be interested to find out how the boys get wet at Universal. Okay, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Tracy already lit up when they said it. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Oh, Actually, God. we wouldn't. Maybe okay, not. and is there anything else for housekeeping before this right. degenerates into eighth grade bathroom humor? Okay. Um, we have the poll results from last week. We asked if you, uh, if there was a particular event at Walt Disney World that you planned your vacation around. Thirty-three um, percent of you said no. There was you did not plan your stay around any particular event at Disney World, which means that sixty-seven percent of you do, which is pretty uh, shows how how successful Disney has been at at getting these events uh, to draw to draw in uh, visitors. 23% of you said food and wine was the event you were most likely going to plan your vacation around. 14% said Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. 11% chose Mickey's very merry Christmas party. 6% said flower and garden. 4% said Star Wars weekends. And 9% said they planned around other events, the vast majority of those around the Run Disney events, the marathons, which I just completely forgot to include in this, which I apologize. But if you take a look at me, I don't focus on running a lot, unless it's running to the refrigerator or running to McDonald's. The good um, news is that four or five of those events all happen at once at Disney. At some point, they all overlap now. I was just going to say my favorite weekend is Veterans Day weekend. It's the 17th and 9th. It's the last of food and wine. It's the beginning of the Christmas party. It's the right. Festival of the Masters. There's a marathon in the morning or evening. There's a marathon sometime now. Can. <laughs> yeah, they do. And, and really, it's... Uh, and there's no parking for any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you noticed? I'm not saying it has anything to do with my rant a few weeks ago. But there's been this, you know, there was a, a blog now on uh, the Disney Parks blog about, you know, things you should keep in mind when going to downtown Disney. Mm. They're changing up the uh, bus service. They're changing up the boat service. Like I said, I'm not, I really am not saying it had anything to do with my rant. But, you know, what the hell took you so long to address this as a problem? Um, but at least you're addressing it. So good for you. Well, guess why? You've. 
Do you see the article I sent you? Our friend Josh Diamoro has now been put in charge of Vice President Walt Disney Resorts and Transportation. I know. I'm thrilled. I'm sad that he's not going to have more time to put his stamp on uh, uh, Animal Kingdom, which right. is where he was. Josh Diamoro um, was uh, Vice President of Adventures by Disney. That's how we got to know him. Uh, he then got promoted to Senior Vice President of Animal Kingdom. He ran Animal Kingdom. And now he's been moved over to... Uh, uh, Senior Vice President, Walt Disney World Resort and Transportation. So it's not just the transportation, but uh, the resort as well. It's a big role. Uh, the guy that Tom Wolber, the guy that just had it, uh, is moving over to head up Disneyland Paris. And uh, the guy, I forgot his name, that was at Disneyland Paris is now moving over to Shanghai, I believe. Jacques. <laughs> yeah, because all French people are named Jacques. Um, Ratatouille. Our, uh, our winner for the poll this week, uh, Jana Kirksey. Jana, we're not friends on Facebook. So in your other folder is a note for me saying I need to know where you'd like the $50 gift card sent. We give away a $50 gift card every week uh, at random from the people who answer our poll. And it's a $50 Disney gift card. So, um, I, And I do want to give a shout-out to Eric Norton, who won a few weeks ago, who has asked that his $50 be donated to Give Kids the World, which oh, I thought nice. was really classy. So thank you for that, Eric. And I hope Give Kids the World appreciates it. So, Jana, check your other inbox on Facebook and uh, get back to me so that uh, I have your information. Um, and that's going to do it for housekeeping. We're going to throw it over to Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. SeaWorld to upgrade killer whale habitats. SeaWorld announced that it will double the size of the habitats it uses for their killer whales at its three theme parks. The first of the new killer whale exhibits will open to the public in San Diego in 2018. New habitats will roll out at its other two locations in Orlando, Florida, and San Antonio, Texas will follow at some point after that. The move comes amid a backlash following the release of Blackfish, a documentary aired by CNN that examines SeaWorld's treatment of the animals in a heavily critical light and questioned whether they should be held in captivity at all. In a news release, SeaWorld said that the new enclosures dubbed the Blue World Project, will add 5 million gallons to the killer wall tank. Killer whale. Killer whale tank. What did I say? Killer wall. Killer wall. They killer hate killer walls. <laughs> should put killer walls in there. Killer whale tank creating a maximum depth of 50 feet and simulate underwater currents. The new exhibit will also feature a simulated shoreline. So they can beach themselves? The <laughs> The company also said it will donate $10 million to study the welfare, welfare of killer whales in the wild and start a yet-to-be-disclosed multi-million-dollar partnership focused on protecting the ocean. It might be cheaper to just release them. <laughs> Send them back. <laughs> Instead of just recreating the ocean, it might just be better to just... Well, you know, the uh, of course, this was you know not good enough for all the animal rights activists and folks that are clamoring about uh, SeaWorld. Um, it never will be. Anything short time, of yeah. completely closing SeaWorld is not going to be enough for them. Um, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, obviously SeaWorld is doing this not because of, you know, they, they agree with this criticism that's been levied on them through Blackfish and other other places, but because it's actually, you know, it's affecting their their bottom line now. Uh, their stock has taken a nosedive after the second quarter results showed that this is continuing to have an impact. Um, you know, the, and the question right now on everybody's mind is how low will it go? How low will that stock price go? How bad will the hit be uh, at the turnstiles for them? Um, and 
I don't know. I, I, the more I read about Blackfish, that documentary, the more I hear about some of the people involved with it and what their agenda is, the more suspect I am of the whole thing. Um, this is an extreme left-wing organization with an agenda. Um, and Don Branch has family came out <laughs> against it. Exactly. And in my opinion, I'm following them. Exactly. They, they look. I. There's a, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not weighing in on whether killer whales should or should not be kept in captivity. I think there's an argument to be made on both sides. What's going on with blackfish is not right. It just isn't right. Um, and of all the theme parks, of all the organizations in this town, I can tell you unequivocally, nobody gives back the way SeaWorld does especially when it comes to rescue, especially when it comes to conservation, uh, education. No theme park in this city does more than they do with that. And, and they're kind of quiet about it. They are. They, that's the thing that gets me, is that they don't do it. It's not just done for PR. They do it quietly a lot of the time. Um, and to paint these people as being depraved with, with depraved as having depraved indifference to the welfare of these animals is so wrong and so unfair it, it just really bothers me and that people have just bought blackfish hook line and sinker without taking a look at the whole picture and getting the truth about some of these people in that documentary that claim to be scientists that are not scientists these are animal rights activists this is a political hit job is what blackfish is it is a hit job on SeaWorld, and it's unfair I'm not saying some of the criticism isn't fair, but the way it's been presented, the way it's been presented is grossly inaccurate and very unfair, and they use a lot of tricks. And like Kevin said, the family of Don Branchow, the trainer that was killed by Tillicum a few years ago, they have come out against this. They have come out and said that if Dawn were here, that she would not be in favor of any of what's going on right now. Um, and... These people in Blackfish pimping out this woman's death and her memory like this is disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And as Kevin said, I go with the family. I go with the family. They're the only ones that should be speaking for Dawn Branchow. Not me, not Blackfish, not PETA, not any of these other organizations. They don't have a right to speak for her. And that's what they've tried to do in this documentary. So, um, you know, I'm glad that SeaWorld is doing something. Um, a lot of the PR problem they're having now is their own fault. They didn't respond fast enough. They didn't respond aggressively enough. They should have done that from the beginning. But I do, uh, I, I do hope that this levels off for them at some point. I made a joke about why don't they just release them back into the ocean. The truth is that they can't. No, These of course not. animals have no natural defenses anymore. They have no. They can't take care of themselves in the ocean. They've been born and bred in, ca- in captivity. Right. So right. The, the other thing is, though, and I think to me the thing that. I read about these elephants in zoos and not zoos in traveling circuses and the Ringling Brothers circus and elephants around the world who are being beaten into submission so that they react the way people want them to react. These whales are well tended. Whether or not their emotional stability, they're happy or whatever, it's not the same as physical abuse. These animals are not being physically abused. They are being treated Royally, at, at, at the best, of, the best of everybody's ability. But there are other things that are such far, somewhat egregious, 
that sort of go by the wayside. This has become a cause. It's just become a cause. And I think to myself, people are jumping on the bandwagon because it's a cause. There are so many other things that are so much worse. If you're going to focus your attention on animal cruelty, focus it on animal cruelty. True animal cruelty. Right. I mean, this in, in habitat that they're, they're building, they don't really have to do this. They could just sort of say, you know what? We won't just show the killer whales anymore. They'll just live out their lives this way. But to create this habitat for them to continue to show people what these great animals are and teach people and continue the education process, I think SeaWorld should get a lot of credit. And whether or not it increases their bottom line, and that's the reason why they're doing it, it still has a good message. Oh, and before anybody starts criticizing me that I'm saying this because I have a business relationship with SeaWorld, I have no business relationship with SeaWorld. I don't sell anything having to do with SeaWorld. I have no connection to them. I don't meet with them. I don't know them. I don't talk to them. I don't email with them. I don't sell anything for SeaWorld. So this is just me as a fan. This is me as a theme park fan in Orlando, knowing what I know. From having been there, having 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 been to SeaWorld many times, seeing what I've seen, knowing what I know, because this is what I do for a living. Um, so, because the last time I, I kind of went off on this, I got a lot of, oh, well, he has a business relationship. No, I don't. No, I don't. I have no business relationship with SeaWorld whatsoever. I make no money from SeaWorld. None. And when I do, make, when I do have a business relationship, I am more transparent than just about anybody else out there. And in, in being very upfront about it. Um, I have no business relationship with SeaWorld. I think this was a hit job. I think it's unfair. And I think people need to look at both sides of the story and not just swallow blackfish whole the way a lot of people seem to have done. So with that, we'll move on to the next story. All right. Our next story. Frozen behind the, seas, behind the scenes special coming to ABC. A one hour behind the scenes Frozen special will, will air on ABC next month. The story of Frozen, making a Disney animated classic, will air on September 2nd at 8 p.m. According to Variety, viewers will get a chance to see inside Walt Disney Animation Studios, as well as see interviews with with the film's creative team and stars. Interviewed for the special for the special were Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, Adela Dazim, Adela Dazim, executive producer John Lasseter, and sorted other people. They're going to make um, their habitats bigger too, you know. They're <laughs> Um, an announcement about the, quote, next chapter of Frozen will also be made in a preview of Anna, Elsa, and Kristoff, and ABC's Once Upon a Time will be part of the special. A sneak peek of Big Hero 6, coming to theaters November 7th, will also be on the show. You know what I'm hoping? Um, I'm really hoping that, you know, since Frozen was a Disney film, not a Pixar film, a Disney film, uh, I'm really hoping this is this generation's Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid really be- was the beginning of the renaissance of Disney animation, and it kind of died after uh, after Hunchback. Um, actually, Pocahontas. I think it started going downhill with Pocahontas, um, and then they kind of shuttered the whole thing after a little while. And now it seems like you know this unexpected hit, Frozen. Uh, I'm really hoping it just uh, and, it's, and, and it's it's deserved it's it's status. I don't think anybody can say that that Frozen, even with all the attention it gets, is overrated. It's an amazing film, yeah. uh, amazing music, amazing story. Um, I, I really hope this is this is that that new Renaissance time for them. But they put the money into the to- the story and the music, and they've proven that people like that that product, that sort of movie musical. The animated musical. And I think 
they, Disney tends to lose sight of that every once in a while. Right. There's a lot of talented people out there. I mean, they, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. The Little Mermaid worked on a whole bunch of levels. It was a movie musical. It was an old-fashioned musical. And they, Beauty and the Beast also. So there was this, this, this format works. Yep, absolutely. Right, well, you're talking about that, that uh, time period of Disney films that, for the most part, all of them have made their way to Broadway. You know, they, they're of that caliber. And then it Frozen will too eventually. Yeah, and then it tapered off to you know like Home on the Range and Treasure well, Planet. Well, speaking of Broadway, um, I, I got information from a good source. Little Birdie uh, told me that I, I don't know if you guys have heard that Newsies is closing. Yes, on on Broadway. I believe it closed or has closed. Um, the rumor was that it was closing because of disappointing box office. Um, and what I'm being told is that's not true. It closed because Hunchback is coming to Broadway. Um, and uh, that it's going to be... It's at the Nederlander, isn't it? The uh, new, new, Was it Newsy? I believe it was at the Nederlander. I don't remember. Um, but whatever theater Newsies was in, um, Hunchback is coming to, which I think... I've always loved the music from Hunchback. I always thought Hunchback was a great movie. Uh, it was one of my, it's one of my favorites. Um, so that's something I'm really excited about. I'd love to see Hunchback. Newsies is touring. It's going to be in Orlando for the next um, uh, the next touring season. It starts in the fall and then goes through the spring. I apologize. I don't have the dates. Because they never expected that to go to Broadway. That was just kind of doing like they were just like playing around with that. I don't think they ever expected that to go to Broadway. I believe box office is part of it. Because when we were in New York, it was all over the place, and they were giving out tickets like they were takeout <laughs> menus from a Chinese restaurant. They were having really hard not as bad as Chicago. No, not as bad as Chicago. Well, the play couldn't be as bad as Chicago. I say I love the music of Chicago. So I know I love Chicago, but no, I, I saw it a few years ago, and you know when Roxy Hart is seventy-five years old, um, and you know it's but it's been Chicago's been running. I think she was in the original cast, <laughs> the Roxy we saw. Um, and uh, But all right, let's move on from that. Um, we want to talk a little bit about this rumor that's going around. It's actually been going around for a while. We started seeing things crop up on the boards in January that there appeared to be a falling out between AAA and Disney. Now, this has been a long-running relationship for as long as I can remember. Um, for almost as long as I've been in the business. Yeah. Long time. And because you started in the business in 1946. I did. I, when actually, Chicago first opened. She was the original. It was the winter of 1945, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean. Love specifics. <laughs> Disney, you know, Disney and AAA have been, have been lovers for quite some time. And we've sort of have kind of sort of official now uh, our agents are being told by Disney agents that there will not be AAA packages offered for 2015 and there will no longer be AAA discounted rooms being offered for 2015 no one has come out and said it to us there's no been official release but we feel that this is once everybody knows right. Disney will make an official release <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> What what does it mean though? I mean, it's this has been this has been Disney's. I mean, their closest relationship with any travel organization. I think it's safe to say. I think so for sure. Parking. Um, I don't. You know, I was at CAA, the Canadian AAA, and uh, before I came to Dreams, and that relationship was like nothing I'd ever seen. 
it was having been in the in the business a long time i'd never seen anything like that relationship until i got there and it was like somebody had some pictures of somebody like it was that kind of it, it was like, right it was like who's what's happening michael eisner and a llama right it was weird but the problem was i don't know how lucrative it was for disney because they were they were you know caa and AAA. these were your these are your disney experts these are we have this relationship and the problem was when uh clients would get into the office that wasn't carried forward so they didn't most of the offices didn't have agents that specialized in disney or had even been to disney for in a lot of cases right so it just kind of seemed to fall flat once it got to the the customer level like the customer in front of so a customer would come in and say um you know i hear this is the place to come for disney you all know about disney and blah and they might have to pass through three travel agents before they could find somebody who'd been to disney mm. do you think it's disney ending it because of triple a not being able to support that level of uh, I would think so. service. I, would I think, think it's so. Disney ending it because they don't need AAA. They don't anymore. need AAA. Yep. That's what I think. It's partly that too, and I think um, Disney has to be seeing there are so many other agencies out there or companies out there, and other, so many other ways to get their message out that aren't costing them the same amount of money as that relationship with AAA was. Yeah, and that true. relationship with AAA was multifaceted. So, like in the store, they were selling tickets. They had the, the diamond parking passes. Uh, for a while, there was a special if you booked a cruise that ended a while back. Um, they, January was Disney month at AAA, so there was always something special for booking a package. And there was besides the room discounts, AAA you could get um, a package discount. Us at Dreams, we can't book a package right. with a AAA discount, but at AAA they could. Um, it was minimal, but it was a little bit of a discount. So there was there was multiple angles there was also to that, what they were uh, offering. Discount for merchandise yep. even on the ships. Yep. If you were a there was that. member, you could get There used to be a discount. Um, I know in Disneyland, I think there's actually more discounts than there are in World as far as merchandise and stuff for being AAA. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how it's going to affect us on our side. I think the biggest area is Alani. We off a lot of reservations I book are with AAA discounts um, because of the price of a, per night in Alani. It equates to some money. So the AAA discount at, at Alani is actually better than some of the Alani discounts are. So I think that's where we're going to feel it the most. Um, yeah, I, I think it has a lot to do with, uh, you know, record attendance at mm -hmm. Disney World, record profits at yep. Disney World. Um, Disney's doing great. Disney financially in particular is doing great. And, you know, from a business standpoint, I get it. You know, I don't need to give away all these things that I'm giving away to AAA. And so I'm not going to. Um, but it just is stunning because it, this is a relationship that has gone on for decades, literally decades. AAA. I mean, I have I have some just some old collateral laying around here that I picked up when we were decorating the studio. Some old uh, uh, brochures from like the seventies. AAA. Um, so it's been around for quite a while. Um, so it, it is kind of stunning that it looks like this relationship may be coming to an end. Now um, we are hearing that uh, this has been a, a contract negotiation issue. So it may very well end up that at some point somebody gives. Um, and Disney renews the contract. But if agents, if Disney agents are now saying to us right. that there are not going to be any packages for 2015 with a AAA discount, 
that's pretty significant. But people on cruise line were hearing this back in January. Yeah. That the amenities and the perks for AAA booking with AAA. Yeah. Aren't there. The cruise line was the first to go. The the amenities and stuff for a booking cruise line with AAA, that was the first to go. That kind of quietly went away a little while ago. And uh, now the the rest of it. I would have a really hard time believing this came from AAA. Because they no. would definitely be the benefactors of that relationship. So, like, yeah. And I wonder how much, how badly that's going to hurt AAA. I don't know. Being a AAA member, you get those booklets. They're selling everything. Yeah. Oh, they, they just, yep. I mean, they push everything on there. So I don't yeah. think that this is going to be that significant for them. It's going to be, uh, I think it brought a lot of people in the door for sure because there was that um, co-marketing that always happened. It was AAA and Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, the West Coast is going to feel it quite a bit because I think there's a lot more in the, the Disneyland and AAA market on the West Coast Drive than there is necessarily on the East Coast. AAA, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think they're going to feel it a little bit more. Um, but AAA, and as far as the traditional agency goes, you know, just speaking from the travel agency part of AAA, um, I think it's going to hurt them. They're going to, they, as a traditional travel agent, you're already battling a number of, of and competition and different things going on and so taking that away I think they're going to feel it well it's uh, it, it was interesting it was interesting when I saw that popping up this past week mm-hmm. past couple weeks uh, questions and issues about this so I um, I'm, I'm very interested very interested to see what else is going to happen um, you know we know from working with Disney that you know when when the economy goes down, they're real open to a lot of things. And when they're doing well, those doors close. And we that's just, what this feels like to me. We just had Disney come to us. Well, not come to us particularly, but came to travel agents in general. And they've taken away things that we usually get commission on. So I think you're starting to see it throughout the rest of the travel industry as well. Where they're saying, you know what? We don't need travel agents. We're doing great. So guess what? We're going to cut out this, 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 and this. And you're going to get a smaller piece of the pie. It's almost secular, isn't it? We've Absolutely. seen it before. You know, so you think so the numbers are up and attendance is good. And then, you know, when things come back down around, next, all of a sudden, travel agents are our best friends again. Come on in. Right. Come to dinner. What can we do for you? Instead of the, you know, sometimes it feels like the attitude is, what have you done for me lately? All of a sudden, they switch that around a little bit. And it's like, come on, come on. You know, what can we do for you to get you back? Right. And so it's very secular with them. So, interesting. See where it, see where it heads up. So... All right. Thank you for the news, John. We're going to move on to our caption this from last week. We had a picture of Jenny Lynn in a British phone booth in the middle of a vineyard in Nova Scotia. Uh, this was uh, while we were on the uh, Nova Scotia trip for the Diz Meet to raise money for Give It's a very random collection of things. It is. Um, and uh, this vineyard that we went to, we had lunch at, uh, has this phone booth in the middle of the vineyard where you can make international phone calls for free. Um, so we posted this picture. Uh, Dara DeBona, uh, one of the organizers of the New England uh, Diz Meet, uh, wrote, uh, Hello, American Embassy, help. These people I met on the Internet are crazy. Please help get me home. Um, Tom Stowe uh, came up with a cute meme. And uh, I can't read it from here, Dustin. Can you? It says, in mankind's darkest hour, when Pete's in Hawaii, she will save us all by saying stuff about Disney World. So it's two pictures. Uh, one, the picture we posted of Jenny in the, 
uh, phone booth, and the other one he doctored so that uh, Jenny Lynn is in a Supergirl outfit. Yeah, um, it's really cute. He did a great job with it. Um, that was that was fun. Um, and uh, Vladimir Parada, um, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for free dining for 2016, I can tell you I don't have that info. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills, skills I have acquired over a very long career, skills that make me a dream for people like you. If you book with Dreams Unlimited Travel now, that will be the end of it. If not, I will harass you. I will pursue you. But if you don't... Oh, wait. If you, I'm sorry. If you book with Dreams Unlimited Travel now, that will be the end of it. I will not harass you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will give you a gift basket. <laughs> Which I thought was really... I think Vladimir is a dreams agent. <laughs> I think it's just a, a code name for a dreams agent. Because that sounds like something one of our agents would have sent in. <laughs> okay, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, for this week's Caption This, we have uh, in, uh, in honor of our uh, upcoming oh, Hawaii God. show, we have a picture of Dustin. Um, outside of Matsumoto's Shave Ice, they have those uh, those those displays where you can put your head through. Um, and this is Dustin as a Shave Ice surfing. Um, so uh, yeah. if you want to check out the picture, uh, uh, facebook.com slash disunplugged. Go ahead and add your caption. <laughs> and uh, I love this picture. Oh, man. But I had to, like, search for a good picture for this week. <laughs> They're getting harder and harder to come up with. It's a good thing I don't know how to do that. Capture this thing. Capture this? Caption this thing. Because mine are really dirty. Or capture. <laughs> capture this. Might be capture this. That's what we should call it. So, all right. Let's move on to rapid fire. I'm actually going to start this week uh, with something that just came out. Um, you no longer need a ticket to purchase Magic Bands. You can now buy your Magic Bands without an admission ticket, which I'm surprised they're doing. I don't know why. Why, why would you want it if you don't have an admission ticket? I thought the off-site guests could do this already and then just attach your ticket to the band you bought. You had to have a, you had to have a ticket. You had to have a I ticket think. already. Yeah. yeah, you had to have ticket, ticket media. So uh, my example a couple weeks ago was I wanted to buy the Frozen ones. I wanted uh, to buy it as a gift. My sister wanted the Olaf Magic Band, but I, they wouldn't let me buy it and not link it to And anything. this may be the reason that they're doing uh, it. Right. I mean, now that makes sense. Yeah. Because as far as I'm concerned, they can come out with an entire line of collectible magic bands, and I will buy them all. Um, I love them. I love I them. I absolutely love them. Yeah, um, even if they're dead weight, just let me buy it. Yeah, you know exactly. Or as a gift or something like that. Why not? Um, I think that's true, too. You think maybe people are going to go to Disney, and you think I'm going to give them this so that they can attach their tickets eventually and yeah. have this one that's really special. Exactly. So. But they're limited time, those special ones, I understand. They do special things for a short period of time. That makes them more valuable, more coveted. Well, I think people are disappointed that it's not going on longer. They said they sold special ones for Star Wars weekends. They don't do what they did anymore. And the, the Frozen ones did something special, and apparently that stops very soon. Well, I think we have only seen the very tip of the iceberg when it comes to what Disney is going to figure out ways to do with these magic bands. Oh, I think, I think so, too. Well, they've now figured out a way to make you purchase the vehicle for your ticket. For the ticket you don't have. Right. <laughs> I think you don't have yet. Well, it's like, you know, here's your ticket. Well, now you have to have something else to do it. And I think, well, you figured out another way? 
I am money a for lover. That ticket. I am a lover of the Magic Bands, the Fast Pass Plus, the whole My Disney experience. I can't tell you from an agent point of view, but also from a guest. I love everything about it. We've yeah, had nothing but good experience with it. It's changed the way we tour the parks. It has made our lives easier when we're touring the parks. I agree. I love everything about it. But I will say, stop putting like stop making the Magic Bands be eggs to do extra things and stop all the special little stuff until you've got the basic thing figured out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's stop adding a bunch of other stuff. Let's figure out the basic, make sure it's running 100% all the time, and then start playing with what else it can do. Just as an update, in chat they're saying you still can't even buy the limited edition ones without Ticket Media. So I don't know what use that is. No, we'll you see. can only buy the basic colored ones. But you can at least now buy them without tickets. So, all right, John. All right, there is a new uh, Disney Cruise Line Canadian resident discount out. Um, 20% off prevailing rate on certain sailings on the Disney Magic Western Caribbean sailings out of Port Canaveral and a couple of five-night Western Caribbean cruises um, out of Miami. Uh, really great discount, Good, some good savings out there. One of the reasons why I wanted to mention it is that it specifically covers uh, podcast crews. Podcast Cruise 5.0. So if you are a Canadian resident, and for some reason we don't know it, you're trying to hide your address from us and pretend you live in New Hampshire, uh, let Tracy know. Yeah, because I have contacted everybody that I know to be Canadian, right. everybody whose address is Canadian. Which um, is everyone in Canada. Just about everybody. Yeah. I've you already, you know, whether I was able to get you the discount or whether what you already have was a better deal, because uh, it can't be combined with other offers. So if you already had an onboard booking, or, it might have, or the DVC offer, it might have been a better deal. So um, I think I've already got everybody that I know of. So if you haven't heard from me, pop me an email and uh, we'll double check for you. Or if you're Canadian and want to right. join us in the podcast. Even more. Please. If you're on the fence, this is the time to do it. If you're a DVC member, if you're a Canadian resident, this is the time. If you're on the fence about joining us, because these are like rates we've never seen on any other podcast cruise. Um, and I think there's still some space left Just great. on the sailing. So, um, yeah, join us because best rates. There are a couple other sale dates that are available. November 30th is podcast cruise five, December 7th, January 4th and January 25th for seven night cruises. October 31st and November 28th for the five-night sailings out of Miami. So even if you're not on Podcast Cruise 5.0, take advantage of those discounts. Exactly. And they are not available on suites. Just so um, there are categories 4A to 11C based on availability. I know on Podcast Cruise, we're seeing very limited categories available, um, but no suites. As usual, restrictions apply. So yeah, (laughs) you'll figure it out. Right. Thank you, John. Kevin. There are some new special events for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival this fall. There is the Ultimate Day VIP Tour. This is $3.99 a person. The day-long tour begins at the Festival Center VIP Lounge and includes champagne, a beverage-tasting six-course tapas-style lunch, wine, private backstage tours, time on Epcot attractions, food and beverage, pairings with Disney chefs, VIP seating for the Eat to the Beat concert, and reserve seating for Illuminations. That is available. Uh, there's a new late night live. There's going to be a street party from 9:45 to 1 a.m. in World Showcase. Uh, it's lo- I'm sorry, between located. Be- it's at the Festival Center, located between the United Kingdom Pavilion and World Showcase Plaza. One of the good things about this one, though, is that you don't need park admission, so you can the late night live. Right. So you won't burn up a park admission if you don't need to. There's the um, premium package. The premium package is $199. Uh, it 
It's available for guests of the Walt Disney World Resorts and the, uh, and the Swan and Dolphin. It includes in-room gifts with wine, festival wine glass, truffles, food and wine festival magic band, a $50 gift card, and credentials for premium package areas. Another one is the Boot Camp Series. These are two-hour interactive adventures that will allow you to inc- uh, explore your inner chef and gain culinary experience. This one sounds very fun. There's a food and wine pairing, a chocolate uh series a cake decorating and my favorite there's two hours talking about pickling <laughs> uh the actual the, the one that it, um sounds the most intriguing to me and there's very little information about it added is dining through the decades a tribute to walt disney yeah that sounds cool does that sound cool that's a hundred oh, i'm sorry that's 99 dollars or $199 or $119 per person. I think you get a discount if you book it in advance. There is an Epcot International Food and Wine Festival uh, boot camp. There are other boot camps. There's Experience Puerto Rico, the All-Star Island. Food for Thought, where celebrities... Celebrity chefs will share tips, memories, and food inspired by their cookbooks. Norman Van Aken uh, from Norman's Restaurant at the Ritz, Robert Irvine, Andrew Zimmerman, Jamie Dean, Rick Bayless, Brian Voltaggio, and Kat Cora are the chefs. There's Italian white, white truffle and wine pairing dinner, Mediterranean food and wine pairings, and shake and indulge like the French. Okay. <laughs> as they do. As, you That's know. after dark. As you do. <laughs> It's event, the event is sponsored by Grand Marnier, the number one liqueur in France. You're welcome to a mimosa. Then we'll sample Grand Marnier Cordon Rouge, learn to shake and muddle drinks like the pros. It's either shake and indulge or pickling. Those are my choices. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you. those are all available through um, called WDW Fest or your travel agent. Thank you, Kevin. Tracy. Uh, mine is about our Alaska cruise on Royal Caribbean. Uh, we still have some space Did left. Did she say Alaska? Alaska. Yeah. yeah. That's the Alaska. Canadian pronunciation. <laughs> E-H, Alaska. Yeah, A-Laska. exactly. So it's uh, June 12th, as I'm sure most people know now, on the Jewel of the Seas out of Seattle. Uh, we do still have some group space left. So if you are thinking about it, get in on it quick because it's not going to last long. Royal Caribbean keeps kind of taking it back from me. And every month I get them to give me one more month. So um, it, we're going to lose it soon. You have a nice so, group on this. We do have a great group. It's a nice number. This is, and this is not podcast crews. This isn't, you know, the Just normal. Just come and hang out with yeah, us. Yeah, this Alaska. isn't the, the the glitz and the glamour of podcast crews. This, I actually want to. I actually want to say. I think we're going to change it up a little bit because. It's gotten so big. Breaking news. I thought it was breaking news. Yeah, really. I thought there would be... Tracy's like, damn, what now? (laughs) What's he doing? I thought there'd be like 20 people on this cruise and just hanging. But there's so many of us that I think we're going to turn it into Diz Cruise 2.0 and we'll... How many do we have? Do some special stuff. We're somewhere around 90 to 100 now. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was over 100, but yeah. Yeah. We're... uh, Well, you know what? You're right. We might be. So I think we, you know, we're definitely going to turn this into something... More than I thought it was originally. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just me, a couple of us going and having yeah. a good time. We're going to get an it was funny, Chris, T-shirt. <laughs> when I was first selling, I said to Chris, "I have this. I've sold this many cabins. There's this many people coming." He's like, "Really? I didn't think you would sell that many." It's like because you didn't think I could. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Thanks for backing me. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you, Tracy, Ben. Now, just before Ben gets started, um, I know a lot of you remember Ben from the show. He how long ago was it? Oh, it was a while. It's the winter of forty-five. It's got to be. It's. 
got to be three years. Is it really it's that gotta long? It's got to be that long. It doesn't seem that long, but it's got to be at least that. Ben talked about the experience of uh, dealing with autism in the theme parks from a first-person perspective and uh, is, I think, widely regarded uh, as the best show we've ever done. Uh, I feel that way. I know a lot of <coughs> our listeners feel that way. We're going to make sure in the show notes page we have a link back into the archives for that show so people can go back and listen. It was a, such a great show. And I was really, really happy that you were able to come down to uh, talk about Hawaii in our next segment because Ben and Tracy uh, were in Hawaii with us. And uh, we, had a, we had a great time. We had a great so, time. Ben, what is your rapid fire? All right. Well, my rapid fire today is the uh, actually the Villains Unleashed party um, this Saturday, August 23rd. Uh, it's obviously the Villains Unleashed party at Hollywood Studios. Uh, over 50 Disney villains will be taking over the park until the 13th hour. So that's pretty cool. Which is like what? One, one o'clock in the morning? Yes. Is that, that, mean? Is that the Canadian time? <laughs> yeah, 13 <laughs> o'clock. 13 o'clock. <laughs> and um, guests are encouraged to wear costumes and show their Disney side. There will be dance parties and complimentary face painting. And um, for adults, tickets are $67 plus tax. And, uh, oh, yeah. And $62 plus tax for kids. Which is not much of a break, is it? God, no. It's almost a day's admission. <laughs> yeah. All right. They have figured out that these are popular events, and they're going to capitalize oh, yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they can. Well, no. We had said this last year with the Villains Unleashed, because it wasn't a hard ticket event. Right. And it, it was should an absolute nightmare. Absolutely. And I had said last year that I'd be shocked if they did it again, and it wasn't given the popularity of it. So hopefully this year will not be quite as insane. We've done every hard ticket event they've had at some point over the last few years, and this one looks pretty cool. I, we would have checked this out if we were in town, for yeah, sure. Definitely. All right, uh, Dustin. Yeah, uh, let's see. My rapid fire is pretty rapid. Uh, every Monday, you can check out the new weekly Disneyland update, which is available on the Diz blog, which is uh, blog.wdwinfo.com. Uh, Tom Bell is uh, putting this together every week, so it includes uh, any new information about Disneyland, uh, some of the more uh, the local uh, events and attractions around Southern California. He combines it all into one weekly blog uh, every Monday it comes out. So you can check that out at uh, blog.wdwinfo.com. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, sir. No problem. Greg. Okay, so Golden Oak Outpost in the Magic Kingdom, kind of in between Pirates and Splash Mountain across from Pecos Bill and right beside where the parade comes out. They recently updated their menu before they only had uh, fried chicken sandwiches, some chicken nuggets, boring Disney stuff. But now they have fantastic waffle fry creations. Uh, they have four new ones. It's a poutine one, um, a BLT one, a Tex-Mex one. I want to explain what poutine is to people. Poutine but. is brown gravy and cheese curds, uh, usually cheddar cheese curds, served over french fries. It's a Canadian dish. It's a Canadian White delicacy. cheddar cheese it's, curds. What's that? White, White cheddar White. Oh, I'm curds. sorry. And it's not usually a brown gravy. There's a special poutine gravy. But well, whatever. let's just say I got yelled at for calling it poutine. You did. I got yeah, I got yelled at because it's not. Is it not poutine? It's a version. It's, 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 it's a good. It's a good. It's a good first try. <laughs> it's wow. the closest that we have. That wasn't condescending. <laughs> uh, we yeah. give him one once in a while. Yeah, she's being a poutine. <laughs> <laughs> not not right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they're all pretty good. I think. What well, was as Tex Mex and then a. Uh, uh, pulled pork. Uh, pulled pork with uh, 
with. Coleslaw. Yeah. Um, and the, the BLT ones are kind of like the Figaro fries that were popular at Pinocchio's Village House. Um, and then they had uh, sweet potato nuggets that they top with uh, powdered sugar on it. Um, so it's all very potato-y. Uh, but it's it's really good quality. Uh, they're, all the French fry combinations are $5.99 each. The sweet potato nuggets are $2.99. Uh, the, the French fry serving is very small, though. So it's five ninety nine. It's not that much, but you maybe get like ten French fries in your little boat. So it's not enough for one normal. I wouldn't American. even say ten. I'd say probably like six, seven, or eight fries. It's a small portion. Yeah. It's a very small portion. So you need to get at least two or three to really be four. Just go for all four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's wonderful. Six dollars on French fries. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> Can you use stack credits? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. No. Only on the sweet potato uh, nuggets. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's a step in the right direction for actual high-quality food, even though it's made with French fries. But awesome. Good. Thank you, Craig. Sean? All right. Uh, the Captain Cook's quick service location has reopened at the Polynesian. Um, so for the past, like, I don't know, six months or so, they've had kind of like a, a fake one set up underneath the stairwell at the Poly. Um, <laughs> it's, it was kind of like this closet you walked in, and they were making the nachos and stuff in the back. It was actually the cast uh, cafeteria for the Polynesian Resort. So they had it set up there, but now they've uh, renovated the actual location of Captain Cook's. Um, it's pretty much the same. The ordering procedure is different. Uh, you no longer use the touchscreens to order your food. Uh, there's an actual cast member there that you talk to. Um, the menu is essentially the same. There's some new additions, and some things have left. Uh, the nachos are still there. Um, the grown-up grilled cheese, I didn't see is it. It's no longer there. Uh, there's like some. They were testing out some new things in the uh, closet location of Captain Cook's with uh, like, uh, <laughs> meatballs. Uh, they were just trying other things. But now there's like um, uh, 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 chicken and waffles. Yeah. They're trying out chicken and waffles and stuff. But anyway, uh, the Dole Whip machine is gone, and that's what everyone really cares about. Um, there's no longer self-serve Dole Whip in Captain Cook's. However, they're going to be opening up a location um, in the old Wyland Galleries, which will not be self-serve. It will be a kind of a window where you purchase it, and then they... they Can I ask you a question right for you? Mm-hmm. you? You're saying that there might be a quick service location where Wyland Galleries was. The area where the arcade, is there any news on what the arcade next to Captain Cook's will be? Yeah. Okay. That's Trader Sam's. That's what I thought yeah. it would be. It's Trader yeah. Sam's Grog Grotto. That's where that's going to go. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the coolest part for me, I think, in this new Captain Cook's is in the larger seating area. There's 12 vintage designed posters of places. Yeah, in, that looked cool. Yeah, that looked in like really South cool. Pacific. Um, and just some insider information the 12 names on each poster, they represent 12 different places. They're the 12 buildings at the Polynesian Resort. So nine of them are existing buildings. Two of them will be renamed. Morea and Pago Pago will be renamed. And then the new bungalow section out on the water will be called Bora Bora. So that's breaking news. So Cool. Yeah. Ooh. But go check out the posters. They're really nice and the food's good. I'm very surprised they took out the touchscreen ordering. So am I. Because that was a big investment for them. It is, but I think that those that? have kind of failed everywhere they've tried they them. Have. Even Pago's they bills. the Wyland Gallery. Are you, saying, <laughs> are you saying they weren't selling $10,000 dolphin paintings? I, I can never get my airbrush shark ever again. <laughs> I'm glad I stocked up. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Sean. That is going to do it for this episode. For those of you watching, stay tuned. We've got the Hawaii show coming up next. I'm very excited about that. And uh, we will see you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Stay out of the damn lakes.